today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Beyond uh, the partisan to and fro that we necessarily see in this House, uh, it is important to create uh, an independent, unimpeachable special rapporteur who is going to be able to oversee uh, the entire landscape around national security. Uh, Prime Minister Trudeau yesterday during question period, and the plot thickens. Uh, this is the Bill Kelly Show, CFPL London, CHML in Hamilton, uh, especially with the report yesterday from the uh, Toronto Star that suggests uh, that there were briefings uh, that were made available to the Prime Minister, notwithstanding the fact that he said he hasn't seen anything like that. And, uh, of course, there are denials going back and forth, but there seems to be a growing body of evidence here from, uh, well, some are suggesting leaked documents. Uh, are they believable? And where is this going to end I, I don't know at this point. Let's ask our next guest, Elliot Tepper, uh, who, of course, is an emeritus professor of political science at Carleton University, uh, joins us to talk about this. Uh, Elliot, I, first, I'm glad you could join us. Thanks for the time today. Uh, Thank you. All Good the years morning, you Bill. and I have, have talked about this on the program, and, and you've, uh, you have every right right now to say, I told you so. Be careful of the Chinese, <laughs> you've always said. Uh, they, they are clandestine. They 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 sneak in, you know, in, in very stereotypical ways, and, and all of a sudden, they're there, and they're their presence and uh, there's a growing body of evidence that that's exactly what they've been doing here we've uh, we've got many different aspects to this particular story one is that it ap- does appear that there has been election interference by a foreign state uh, and, and not not a rogue agency but by the state apparatus itself in this case the united workers front the um the multiple questions that come out of this is uh First of all, we have to pay attention indeed to the integrity of our elections. And I have concerns that the, where this conversation is drifting is pushing us away from that and toward the whole question of process and politics. I'm, I'm concerned, uh, perhaps this isn't a major concern, but I, I, I'm increasingly concerned, Bill, that we're talking not about results now, we're talking about uh, can we nail the prime minister? Did he just mislead parliament? And what did he know? And when did he know it? All those are valid. But my bottom line here is whether it's done by a a uh, special committee of parliament or a public inquiry or a graduate seminar at Carleton, we want results. We want specific recommendations now about what to do about foreign interference, specifically in regard to elections but more broadly uh, than that. And that's the point I made in my commentary on CHML earlier this morning. Is uh, it, I, I get that there's always going to be a political aspect of this. Uh, but if anything, one of the takeaways we can get from what we've been able to ascertain already is that is that we're an easy target for for you know foreign powers that want to try to do this. There are flaws in our in our system uh, when it comes to campaign financing, when it comes to a selection of candidates and things of this nature, and and uh, we haven't done a whole lot about it in the past, and it, it makes us vulnerable right now. And and this is this is as you say the foot in the door that that uh, clandestine powers are, uh, can use against us right now. So uh, we we. There's, you know, there's, there's a little bit of blame that we have to accept here. There may be even a lot of it uh, about what's going on, but that has not been the fo- the focus, and that, I'm troubled by that as well. Uh, yes. It just seems as the, the, the opposition parties are using this right now to, okay, let's get Trudeau. Uh, and, you know, that's the political side of this, but if we're not going to get the message about this, this is only going to happen again and again, isn't it? We do have the eternal conundrum of what to do about an open and free and democratic society, balancing on one side that freedom on the other t- on the other hand security 
this is a, an ongoing eternal debate, uh, freedom versus security. Do we want to change ourselves so much that in fact we no longer are the democratic society that has made us so vulnerable to this? So I, I would, uh, there's two aspects to this in particular that I think we need to focus on. The first is what do we have now to deal with foreign espionage and foreign interference? In, in particular in regard to election security, but it's broader than that. We already have a whole range of, of uh, ways of dealing with foreign interference and uh, interference in, uh, in our security, but also second of all, we now need a, obviously to step up our game. What changes do we need to make that are still compatible with our democratic society? And those are two questions which I'm afraid are, are, are getting lost now in, in the political discussions. One of the other elements to this, too, and I just wanted you to get a qu quick comment about the story that was in the Toronto Star about this, right. uh, that uh, that talked about uh, how some of this money was being channeled. Uh, and intelligence sources say that a provincial official has been named in, well, not named in the, they named in the report, but not publicly named anyway, uh, with right. alleged clandestine transfer from a Toronto consulate. To, it's a member of the Ontario legislature. Now, they don't identify who it was or what political party, and we know that uh, it seems as if both liberal and, and conservative candidates uh, might have been the beneficiaries of this right now. But the fact that now we've got a provincial uh, MPP involved in this, just how deep is this? And, and how deeply ingrained in our system is, is this kind of clandestine activity? We need to do a scan of our open and free and democratic society up and down the scale. This could easily extend down to much lower levels particularly those who are involved with the Hong Kong issue. You and I talked about Hong Kong a lot yeah. over the years. Uh, the people who have been concerned, the Hong Kong expatriates basically, who know what it means to lose your freedom, have been saying that uh, it isn't just at the federal level and it isn't just at elections, but it's also all the way down to you know school board elections. Uh, I, think, I think a distinction would be helpful here. On the one hand, we have soft power. It's quite legitimate for states to try to pursue methods in other states which create a favorable attitude toward you know, the state that's, the, that's the, using the soft power. We do this all the time. That's a normal operation during the noon and after negotiations. We really had to step up our game on soft power. But you cross the line when you go for activities which are covert, corrupt, and coercive. And it does appear that since we're speaking about this particular case of the elections, and you mentioned a particular individual, uh, it does appear that the line has been crossed. And the second distinction brought to us out of the specialists who deal with this all the time is that there's a very great distinction between evidence and intelligence reporting. So that China has been saying, all along, you are relying on slander. This is just a unconfirmed, private, unnamed sources. Intelligence is not the same thing as evidence. But of course, if we ever do get evidence, then um, there are means of dealing with the diplomats or others who are involved. Uh, are we going to get to that stage? I, that's my concern now is that we are focusing on the symbolism of will we have an open uh, inquiry or not and then if we have this open inquiry public inquiry then everything's all right and if we don't have it well nothing's good and i i, I believe that diverts us from answering the question you just asked uh, will we ever know 
we have already, as we are discovering, uh, a plethora of ways of doing investigations and coming to conclusions. Uh, the, the issue now is can we raise that to the level of evidence uh, that can be acted upon? Uh, and I guess we're all waiting now for the adults to show up here and start handling this instead of uh, some of the stuff we've seen going on in the commons. Elliot, as always, thanks so much for the time today. Really appreciate it. More to come on this, as they say in our business, right? <laughs> Indeed. This this story is going to continue. China's, this is one part of a much broader pattern of activity by China and others opposed to our democratic way of life. Exactly. Elliot Tepper, as always, Elliot, take care. We'll talk again soon. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.